You're listening to E-Commerce Marketing School presented by Privy. And a big thank you to our co-sponsors of the show, Suna and Hashtag Paid. For too long, the process of finding the right influencer for your brand has been endless, mindless, soul-crushing scrolling. And then once you find the one, they don't even move the needle. Well, Hashtag Paid is putting an end to all of that. They're the first matchmaking tool for brands and creators. With Hashtag Paid, the process is three incredibly simple steps. Build your campaign, pick from 10 creators, hit the launch button, and bask in success. Hashtag Paid is basically a dating service for brands and influencers. Instead of dinner and overpriced drinks, you'll get ROI and a partner your audience trusts. Check them out at the link in the show notes. Hey everyone, welcome back. Last month, we announced our new partnership with Hashtag Paid for the podcast. With everything happening in this ecosystem right now, there's challenges around e-com shifting back to retail a bit, traffic acquisition becoming increasingly difficult and expensive, and the rise of creator marketing. Timing couldn't be better to dig in a bit more to creator marketing with Hashtag Paid. So today, I'm here with Michelle Lamb, who's on the strategy, measurement, and analytics side of creator marketing. So Michelle, awesome having you. Welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me here, Ben. I'm super stoked. Yeah. And your first podcast will make exactly. it legendary. First <laughs> and best. So let's get into it. I'm a numbers guy. This show's all about you know tactics and learning. So I'm excited to chat about the analytics side of creator marketing. So maybe just to kick us off, you know, if you're a brand and you've identified the right creators, you've signed your partnership agreement or whatever that looks like. What should brands be thinking about in order to set themselves up to be able to measure creator marketing? Yeah, great question and definitely a question we get asked by basically all brands and all marketers alike. I think that's really the million dollar question. And I think for brands and marketers, they're really realizing that those vanity metrics like impressions or reach or engagement rates and even clicks, they don't really tell the entire picture. So they're really looking for more detail there. So at Paid, the approach that we do when it comes to measuring success of creator marketing really falls under what we call the scientific method of experimentation. Wow. Yes, it's a load of words, but trust me, it's not scary. Experimentation isn't really just limited to science or like pharma laboratory tests that one might think of. We actually experiment every day in our day-to-day lives. So whether it's experimenting with a new morning routine, a new diet, a new workout regimen, there's loads that we do every day. And I think for brands, they should definitely keep experimentation top of mind, especially since the world that we live in today is constantly changing. They should be constantly experimenting with new creative approaches, marketing tactics, and whatnot to kind of stay apprised there. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense to me. Like Mm -hmm. every, I think it's, brilliant to call it the scientific method and and experimentation, (laughs) but that's what I talk about on the show here. You got to be trying new stuff, sharing some of of what that could be, what's working well for other brands. You never know how it's going to go for you. So I I really appreciate that. Yeah. So what's an example of like how you do experimentation at at Hashtag Pay? Yeah. So one example that we do when it comes to brands who especially do like longer term activations is we run experiments throughout the year in what we call a wash, rinse, repeat method. We love using kind of fun names to go along with our uh, experimentation. But the crux of this method is really to identify what works and what doesn't work. So we can really hone in on what's driving the success for the brand and 
continuing that path throughout the year. So one example we have is with a CPG client who is in the cleaning industry. We use this method and we saw almost a 30% increase in consideration after each iteration that we did with them. So what we found with our initial test was that the brand's consumer really likes to see the cleaning product in action. They want to see like a dirty kitchen counter and then using whatever it is, it becomes spotless and, and, you know, clean and all of that. They don't want to see someone like holding the cleaning bottle and just smiling and posing with it, which is very like 2012, 2013 creative marketing um, at its beginning. So we took those insights, those data-driven insights and really recommended to the brand, like look for future activations that you do throughout the year, really try and include those before and after shots, show people use actually using the product, not just like posing and smiling with it. And with that, we saw a huge increase in product consideration. So I love using this example for brands and just to like showcase, look, like these are data-driven results and these are the results that should be used to drive your strategy. Yeah, I think that's really interesting. I'm glad you Mm -hmm. shared that. So it's like creator marketing and the experimentation with what these creators are actually posting can drive insights that then feed other marketing initiatives. Totally. Right? Like that insight about seeing the before and after could feed your paid ad strategy, it could feed your organic TikTok strategy, it could feed, you know, the work you do with with other creators. So that's fascinating. So how do you actually measure, you're using a term, purchase consideration, right? So Mm -hmm. what is that? Because that's new for people on the show. Yeah, so that's really understanding what the intent is behind someone after seeing a piece of content. Are they more likely to consider purchasing the product after seeing a TikTok ad, an Instagram ad, a Facebook ad, whatever the ad is, are they more likely to consider it? And I think a lot of the times when it comes to creator marketing, it's a little bit of a black box. If you're not using, let's say, like Google Analytics to track every single click, you just really want to understand, okay, what is the impact of someone seeing this ad? Are they going to be more likely to go out and purchase it? And that's something we can measure on our side when it comes to some of the studies that we offer. Yeah. Well, I mean, in my head, I think you've answered a handful of questions because like I'm that naive guy that's like, oh, creator marketing, you find great partners that have good audiences, you post, Mm -hmm. it includes a coupon code and like you measure it that way. But I think like, I know that's not right. (laughs) Or or maybe that's like just a small fraction. That's one way about it. Yeah. Right. (laughs) And so like to hear that there's a bit of a more strategic lens here around like running these experiments and then it's not necessarily just about the purchase. Mm -hmm. It's about the consideration as well. Yeah. And it can also be throughout the entire marketing funnel. So if you're a new brand selling your product on an e-commerce platform, and you really don't have a lot of awareness, you really want to understand what it is that's going to drive someone to go click and check out your website or something. Again, these experiments can be great because you can test different ad copy too. Like, is an ad copy that says click here more likely to drive someone to click to your website? Or is it something about like, go check it out? Like, you know, just small tweaks in language can really impact. So again, experimentation really is the way to go. Nice. So you're clearly a fan of experimentation when it comes to creator marketing. What are steps that brands should be taking in order to run like a great creative experiment? Yeah, totally. So We would say the main thing that you want to start off with first is really identify what that primary KPI is you want to measure success. And we say it's definitely great for brands to hone in on just one single KPI as opposed to like 
every single KPI that exists, um, you really want to ask yourself what's most critical for your business. So again, if you're like a new product to market, you probably should focus on gaining awareness before you want to drive for those more bottom funnel goals. After you've identified that KPI that you want to measure success by, you should identify a hypothesis that you have. So really understanding what it is you want to prove or disprove. So again, for that CPG cleaning product, maybe you want to understand whether or not people actually like seeing the product in action, or do they like it when people just kind of pose with the content and just kind of write a caption detailing. So identify that hypothesis. And then last, it's really just testing those hypotheses and and running different experiments. So going from testing copy, content formats, creative approaches. It's just really important. The one thing is that when you're testing these creative aspects, you really want to make sure that you're isolating for a single variable. So if you're testing for copy, keep the content the same and just adjust the copy. Hmm. Don't have a different photo and a different caption and a different creator. Like that's just too many variables. You want to isolate each experiment for each individual variable that you want to test. Awesome. So start with a single KPI that you're Mm -hmm. trying to measure. Think about, you know, a hypothesis for experiments that you want to run to drive that KPI Mm -hmm. and isolate one thing at a time when you're running those experiments. You got it. Awesome. So in terms of like the KPIs though, right? It sounds like there's a range. Yeah. On one end, direct response, you know, coupon code to purchase, like I was saying in my naive way. (laughs) On the other end, you're talking about new brands getting in market, driving awareness, Mm -hmm. right? So are there like two or three core KPIs that someone may want to consider when they're, they're running a creator marketing campaign? Yeah, I think it definitely varies on what the objective is at the end of the day. I think for new brands, it's definitely good to hone in on gaining awareness, familiarity first with their product. So getting their name out there. A next kind of potential KPI that they might want to focus on could be brand affinity. So making sure people actually like your brand, because usually when someone likes a brand or is in love with a particular product, they're more inclined to like go purchase it. So driving affinity there. And we know that creators are really powerful in the sense that they can create a community with their audience and make them feel really connected and relatable so they can really help help your brand in terms of gaining familiarity as well as affinity amongst their audience. Awesome. And, you know, this sort of experimentation seems like a great way to just like get started with creator Mm -hmm. marketing. Is that fair? Totally. Totally. I think after running a few experiments on whatever it is that you want to test, you would have a really good idea on what your audience likes in terms of content. Especially if you're a new brand and market, you really want to understand what it is your your audience resonates with. In a lot of studies that we've ran here at Hashtag Paid, what we find is that realistic and relatable content is definitely gold. Your audience wants to connect with someone they can relate to, someone that they can see themselves being. So having creators who are just naturally more relatable or more realistic than a brand, for example, is, is super powerful and, and can really help with your creative marketing strategy. Well, that's one of the big things that I've learned this year when it comes to creator marketing, right? Like it's not necessarily the big names with the huge audiences. Totally. It's it's the people that your audience can actually relate to that maybe don't seem that different from themselves. And I think I can certainly relate to that. Like as a dad, as a founder, as a, a, a bit of a runner, like there's you know, there's all these different angles that I relate to. And I think that's a really good tip for anyone listening. 
Totally. And I think when you're like at the whole, what you were just saying as a dad, as a runner, there's definitely like little niche internet micro communities that speak to all that. Right. So like on TikTok, like I love to run too. And and I found some runners and I kind of follow all their steps too. And they have like a little Strava community that they created out of that, where a lot of their followers kind of go join. So it's definitely a great social media is just a great space for you to kind of discover where it is your audience lies and try and form a community with them there. Awesome. Well, scientific method, right? <laughs> yes. Scientific method. I'm going to tell my dad that I've kept up with science and engineering Love now it. after this podcast episode. Michelle Lamb, hashtag paid. Thanks. Great tips for getting started and how to think about the strategy and measurement behind creator marketing. Thanks so much for having me, Ben. Yeah, awesome to have you.